0: I'm going to dismiss our platform. Hallelujah. Why don't you do this? Just take a minute and greet somebody if you haven't done that yet. I know we've got some people maybe that you haven't seen. You can step outside of your seat if you'd like. Just take a minute, greet someone. Praise God, amen, praise God, it's great to see our visitors here today, if you're here for the first time, welcome, and everybody else, welcome too, we're going to dismiss our children and our youth at this time. And their teachers, I appreciate them very much. I appreciate our teachers that sow into these young people and these children. And I'm, I'm thankful for our youth, and I'm thankful for our children. They're a great, great group. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you all. Would you just close your eyes again and pray for a moment as we wait on the Lord? Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise and honor today, Lord. I'm thankful, God, that I can feel your spirit here in this place. I'm thankful, Lord, that you would manifest your presence here among your people. Lord, I'm thankful for the strength that we feel here. I'm thankful for the joy that we feel here. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise, my Lord. You are worthy of it. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to invite Bishop to come and speak to you. I want to remind you, I said this, uh, I don't even remember, several months back, I said this uh, several months back, but I'm going to say it again, the church should be a safe place. It's getting harder and harder to find safe places. I mean, you just, you go wherever you want to go and you don't know what's going to happen there. You don't know what's expected to happen there. And I think I said this last week. uh, All we know, all we expect to happen here is for the Lord to have his way. We don't try to put a lot more into it than that. I mean, it, trust me, if I wanted to, if we wanted to, we could plan things to a T. At this moment, so-and-so is going to get the microphone and they're going to speak until this time. Then they're going to hand it over to this time. And they're going to flow till this time and then stop. And then, you know, that we could do that if we wanted to. But... Uh, no, what we, what we do is we place our priority on the spirit of God being able, to, being able to flow and accomplish what he wants to do. Amen. Let me remind you just quickly. I'm sorry, I need to give you this date really fast. Uh, July. July, I've got to find it here. There it is. July 11th, that's a Sunday. And at 2.30 on July 11th, we're going to do a Celebration of Life memorial service here for Brother Mike Box. I know some of you know him very well. Some of you might not even know who that is. But to my count, Brother Mike Box uh, was the... uh, He was one of the main helpers to Brother Curtis Johnstone for many years. Brother Johnstone told me that. He said, Brother Box knows it all, he can help with it all, and he's just and I and I I got to come here and, and and visit a few times and see him. And if you remember him, raise your hand if you remember Brother Box. Most of you. He was somebody that was happy to be here. He was somebody that was committed and dedicated to to the lord and the, the service of the lord so uh many of you know some of his family his his daughter his son his daughter's reached out to me about us hosting a, a celebration for him here so july the 11th at two thirty is when we're going to do that for brother box amen amen bishop
1: Daniel, who was that gentleman? You just met him? Okay. Okay. If he would not have left when he did, I would have asked him to leave. I want to ask you all, can you feel and identify the spirit that was on that man? Okay. There's head nods everywhere. Because in situations like this, because... There are responsible parties here that have to protect as shepherd over the house. This operates through discernment. The moment I glanced from here back and saw him with his arm around you, I felt an uncleanness on him. Anything that's not of God is unclean. That doesn't mean dirty. It means it's not of God. It's not holy. It's not a holy spirit. Spirit, likely not a holy spirit okay now i feel protective of you and anybody associated with your family and this that we are seeing begin to surface it will likely not stop that speaks to where we're headed you understand that now Well, he went out the door. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I came back and I asked Sister Flowers, where did that gentleman go that was sitting next to him, Daniel? And she said, I don't know, because I could tell he was here, he was in the building, but I lost track. And then he came out of this room, and I could tell he was embattled with Brother Escobar. You understand we're in a spiritual battle, Right? This ain't about seeing how many people we can come to church services. We are in a spiritual battle. Now, I've been in battle since early this morning. I've been on the defense. What I was going to say as I came up here is I am now about to move into the offense. You got to know and wait for the timing of the Lord and the direction of his spirit. Now, I know, look, some of you are just going to listen to my words and you're hearing what I'm saying and you're processing this. Some of you are discerning the moment I say it, it's saying yes to your spirit. Okay, I'm going to go ahead now. The Lord gave me, you realize, I had no thoughts, direction before I got here. I said to Elder Flowers, man, I'm waiting to hear the excitement of all these ladies coming back from this Meeting and, and then as I sat down and saw that situation, God began to give me scriptures to teach. Well, the way we operate is I wait for him. I'm feeling it. I know I'm feeling it and I'm feeling it really heavy, but I'm waiting for him. When he comes to me and he says, do you want to take some time? That's my confirmation. All right. Now. The book of Acts, the 8th chapter. At verse 5. When a... when a newborn believer becomes a magnet to these kinds of things, it speaks to your calling. It speaks to your future. Now there's a covering. God's hand is there. But the very fact that these things will approach you Speaks to your calling in God. All right? Eight. You understand I have 40 years experience in this. One, two, three, four. Count them with me. Five, six, seven, eight. Not days, years. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. I was in Puyallup for a little while. 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40 years I've been experiencing these things. This didn't just start yesterday. All right. At verse 5, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria, preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies and that were lame were healed. There was great joy in that city, no doubt. God's spirit is a holy spirit. It's a holy spirit. A religious spirit is not a holy spirit. Stay with me. A religious spirit is not a holy spirit. Is Gary going out after that guy? Nope. Yes? Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Perfect. This is the body working in the body. A religious spirit is not a holy spirit. Spirit, yes. Not holy. One of the indicators that you can observe over time, people with a religious spirit can experience change in their life. They change maybe the things they do. They change their appearance But they are religious by nature. In other words, give me a set of rules, I'll adapt, I'll adjust, and I will change according to your set of rules. This is religion. But what happens with a Holy Spirit when it is indwelling, when we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it is the Spirit itself that begins to change the way I talk the way I look, the way I want to dress. I was sitting by a swimming pool one time. I had just gone for a swim. I was in a pair of, do you want me to describe? Just a little bit of cloth. And something came over me. I ran up into my mother's apartment, which I had moved back into, because I had lost my job from my grandfather. It wasn't his fault, he had to lay somebody off, I was single. But I lost my job, lost everything I had to pay for, cars, motorcycles, jet skis, and moved back in with mom, <laughs> tough time of life. But as I sat there by the pool, this overcame me, I ran up into my apartment, I said, what's the matter with me? And what, there was a conviction that came, That was not there. I had recently received the Holy Ghost. And this conviction came over me. I never. From that day forward. Ever sat by the pool again. Matter of fact. When my friend Rick Phillips called me. And said let's go play tennis. I went in full sweats. 100 degrees. Full sweats. I can hear Rick now. Why don't you take your sweatshirt off. I'm good. I'm good. See, what he didn't realize was, it wasn't the natural elements that were dictating my life anymore. There was an indwelling spirit that was a holy spirit. And so, change over time. For some, it's much more rapid than it was for me. But it came, and so I change. I've observed for years people being filled with the Holy Ghost and start to talk about all the changes in their life. I don't think the same way about some things. And I find myself liking things I didn't like and then not liking things I did. When I would go bar hopping, I wanted the darkest bar. Back to my New Jersey life, I wanted it to be dark. And it was. And I remember some guy trying to run off a bunch of Hell's Angel motorcycle guys that had came in. He just simply flipped the lights on. In 15 minutes, the place had cleared out. And I thought, wow, that was a weird experience. But then years later, after receiving the Holy Ghost, I didn't want to be in a place like that. I, I was repelled by it. Before, I was drawn by it. The change was... The indwelling presence of God, His Holy Spirit. Now, listen to me. There are times in Scripture that it actually says to mark individuals. I'll give you one in particular Mark those that cause division among you. Scripture. Mark those that cause division among you. Put an X. On them. Okay? Now, that same individual would call that a judgment. You're judging me. No, I'm marking you. And I've got the authority of the Word of God because of what I'm observing. If over time there's no change of the outward expression, the glow, the demeanor, the way you... I'd go back to the altar. I'd go back to the altar and just pursue him more. Pursue him longer. Ask of God. He has poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. But again, you've got to receive it. I may get to this scripture here eventually, but this is, these are the things that I am feeling that are pertinent and imperative For our understanding now for the things that we are facing. That are coming our way. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I don't judge people by the way they look. That gentleman that was sitting there. He looked fine to me. But it was the spiritual discernment. That as soon as I glanced. My spirit read it. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Know them that labor among you. Know them that labor among you. This is why we take our time and observe. We want our spirit to bear witness with another person's spirit Now, let me read this to you, these two settings. Verse 8. There was great joy in that city, but there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery, witchcraft. He bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. What? The dude's a sorcerer. He's a witch, warlock, wicked, whatever you want to tag on that. And the people are under the influence of the spirit And they are convinced it is the power of God working through him. There's a power. There's a spirit. It's not God's spirit. Well, let's see what he does. To whom they all gave heed. uh, And to him they had had regard. Verse 11 because that a long time he bewitched them with sorceries. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God. And the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized. Every one of them. Both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also. And when he was baptized. He continued with Philip. Philip. Come here, Vance. Philip, thank you for baptizing me, man. That was awesome. It was great. I'm so glad I did it. And look look what's happening. All these people responding, and you're preaching about Jesus, and look at them. This is is awesome. I've never seen anything like this before in all of Samaria. (laughs) And he continued with with Philip. You and I should team up, yeah, and work together. Team tagging. We could work together oh, oh, here. Uh, no, I mean, I'm still in, I'm in the Word. Oh, yeah. I don't know where you're going here.
0: Oh, we should team up, yeah. Team yeah.
1: I'll work with you, man. Yeah, I mean, these people have been following me for years. Oh. you're the new guy in town. They like your style of preaching. Uh-huh. What were you preaching? Well, I was preaching uh, uh, which. Uh, which no, oh, you're Philip. I'm. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I got confused. Good work. Good try. That's okay. Thanks, man. I yeah. I oh, that's. Forgive me, Lord, for That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> he continued with Philip and wondered, behold, and wondered, beholding, seeing. Uh, The signs, where are we at? Signs which were done. Now when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. This is no indictment against Philip. Every man has to go through this place where they sort things out in the area of discernment with other people. And then become more comfortable with the authority that comes into their life. Philip was a deacon in the church. He was one of the leaders in the church. He wasn't one of the apostles. Now, when Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John down to them. Okay? Now, this guy, uh, Simon, he's snubbing up next to Philip. Philip. He's cozying up to him. He's wanting to become a part of Philip's ministry. He wants to stay in a position. I'm going to tell you why. Because anybody who is operated under any form of power becomes addicted to the power. It's, a, it's an unhealthy addiction. Now, it was the power. It wasn't the authority that was working in Philip's life. But there was a power working in Simon's life And it had bewitched the people, and he liked it. Of course, who would not? We probably have a few politicians that way. They sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. How do we know they received the Holy Ghost? By the Scripture. What do you see there? Well, it doesn't say. It just says they received the Holy Ghost. But the next thing it says is when Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands... They received the Holy Ghost. It wasn't some mystical, invisible experience.
2: Everybody
1: loves the Okay. So, Simon saw, through the laying on of hands. Something natural happened. So we assume by all of the other scriptures that they begin to speak with other tongues, just like everybody else, as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. In other words, there was an outward manifestation that this Simon could see. Now, he's beholding the signs and the miracles. Oh, wow, that's powerful. I want some of that. This is the kind of man we're dealing with. This same man that says, "When Philip believed also, he was baptized." Now, he's going through the motions. He's staying in close with the with the man of the hour, Philip. But now, Peter and John. Who are these guys? Do you know these guys? Dude, I don't know. I. There's something on them. I'm, I'm staying back. Just like that guy. Verse 18. When Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands... He may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, Thy thy money perish with thee, because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this manner, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Didn't he just get baptized? Well, he went through the motions. He went down in Jesus' name. But the motive of his heart was wrong, even though he was doing what others were doing. And so to to measure a situation, or yes, to measure uh, by the knowledge and the understanding that we may have of somebody is not an accurate read. Now, I don't rely completely on discernment. I don't rely on it. The next step that I was about to take, let's see, when I came out of the restroom was to look up Brother Escobar and say, do you know this man that's sitting down here with Daniel Garcia? I don't know what he would have told me. I don't know. But that's me checking myself. See, I know the place that God has given to Brother Escobar with Brother Daniel Garcia. I know. And so I'm checking things. I spoke with my daughter and then, you know, I'm looking, I'm watching. I'm not being careless. I'm not being casual. I'm trying to be as accurate as possible. I'm trying to be as responsible as possible. This is our protection and our covering in the body of Christ. This is how it operates. I've seen it in operation in this land. I've seen it in operation in other lands. It's never any different. It's the same. It's our safety. It's our protection. Why? Because we're heading into a time. Beware of false prophets that come to you in sheep's Clothing, but inwardly they are something else. Well, how do we tell? They're saying all the right stuff. There's got to be the operation of spiritual discernment. Now ask me why I need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We've only begun with what's ahead. Now ask me why the baptism of the Holy Ghost is so important. It's not so you can say, okay, I made it, I got it, I'm done, sealed, delivered, I'm going. It's for the walk that we have here and now. Let's pray here for a moment. Father, we submit our lives to you here and now. In the name of Jesus, you have a read on every one of us and where we are. You know the path. You knew where we come from. You drew us. You know what's ahead. We pray the equipping, Father, that comes in the Holy Ghost. The equipping of our lives for the walk ahead. In the name of Jesus. Peter said your money and your, you know perish with you, thou art in the, I perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness, okay, so he said he's not right with God, he's in the gall of bitterness, which makes him vulnerable to unclean spirits, by the way, vulnerable, now let's go ahead, Acts 16, at verse 16 or 15, Verse 16, Acts 16 and 16. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us. Let me explain to you what the spirit of divination is. A a person who is operating with a spirit of divination influence in their lives, whether they're possessed or not, is immaterial. Spirits attach themselves, vehicle on people. Oftentimes, they're not even aware what it is. They call it God. They call it God. God has shown me something about you and your life. That's divining. Divining. Fortune telling. Spirit guide. That's divining. And so this young lady, wherever it happened in her life, don't know, but it did. The Bible declares it. So she has a spirit of divination. Paul is uh, speaking daily, communicating, teaching, ministering. And this young lady speaks out. She says a religious thing. If, if Paul was con, uh, concerned about his ego, he'd have said, yeah, that's right, man. These are men, are servants of the Most High God. That's right, man. You need to listen to what we're saying. He wasn't concerned about his ego, was he? He's a dead man walking. But the discernment, every time she opened her mouth, said something's wrong. Words are right, spirits wrong. Let me say that again. Words are right, spirits wrong. I've been in situations where I've been in crowds of large crowds of people and watching individuals who I'd come in contact with going and praying with different people. Talking in their ear. The Lord has shown me. You're going to get 25 pizzas tonight. Rejoice. And because you want 25 pizzas, you're going to rejoice and say, praise God. I, she's a woman of God. She's a. You know how many times I've seen this? Yet, because I'm in a position of oversight, something in me says there's something wrong. There's something wrong. There's something wrong there. I'm following that. I'm watching that. I'm scanning it. I'm scanning it. I don't know how it works completely, but... It works. Okay? And so, I'm waiting on the Lord to address the situation. I shared with some of you, there was a situation that had surfaced like that. And then when she began to pray, it was affecting others. They couldn't pray. And so, I began to pray in the spirit and bind, listen to this, I bound the inspiration of her utterance. The Lord showed me that. He gave me that, right? I bound in prayer, speaking in tongues. I never said anything in English. But I was in the room when she was there, and I began to bind the inspiration of her utterance. Whatever it was she was giving way to that was spiritual that was affecting the crowd. That they could not pray. It just silenced them. It shut them down. They, t- they told me this. And in a few moments, she packed up her stuff and headed out. Didn't see her for a couple weeks. She came later on and said, something's happened. I can't pray. Now, let, let me tell you something. I had the liberty to pray that because I knew if her inspiration was of God, I wasn't going to bind it. If her inspiration that she was yielding to was not of God, I had the authority to bind it and did. She, you know, she said something's happened. uh, There's this person at work. I think she's a witch. And I said, no. (laughs) Oh, you have something. I do. This is the fun part of being in a place of authority. Do you understand I'm being facetious there? Of having to be honest and direct with people. So I said, uh, She says, What is it? I said, Why don't you come to service tomorrow and you and I and Elder Hart will sit down afterwards? I like to have a witness, third party. So we sat down. But before we did, I asked the Lord because it was obvious I had bound the Spirit. If I can bind the Spirit, Can I cast it out? And the Lord said, yes. If she receives your word and hears from you, you can and you will. So we sat her down and we shared and said, we feel like that you have a divining spirit. Well, she was senior to me in years. What? Are you kidding? I came from Brother So-and-So's church. You're too young. You couldn't know that. This was her response, and in a few moments, she up and out the door she went. Now, I kid you not, less than a year later, I'm in, I'm in Tokyo, Japan at a conference and went to lunch with the missionary that was there and felt like I was supposed to share with him this incident without using names. I got two-thirds way through the story, and he called her name out. He said, she was here, and she had that same effect upon the people, and I didn't know what was going on. This is the reality of what we are dealing with day to day, and you need, we need to understand that we are involved in a spiritual kingdom, and the God of this world is putting up a battle for the souls of mankind to seek and destroy. Okay? But thank God we have operations of the spirit in the body of Christ that turns the light on stuff. Look at that. Look at that. Uh-uh, look at pay attention. Say this, do this. You're the boss. This lady calls out and says Great things about these two men. And in a moment, after a couple of days, the Bible says this went on for days. But in a moment, he turned and with the words that God gave him, he cast out the spirit of divination. How do you know it's gone? She can't divine anymore. She had bosses. They were using her. They were getting money. Now they're mad. They're going broke because of this great spiritual act you did helping this young lady out. I know I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. I, I pray to God. God that you can develop some confidence in your oversight in your spiritual oversight of this assembly it has to bear witness with your spirit the things that I'm telling you and the things that you will see go on because it's in the same environment the dead are raised it's in the same environment that The blind will regain their sight. The sick are healed. It's the same environment. It's the same spirit. And there is something that God is wanting for us to all see by observation. Now, it's not the first time, but this was the time in the open. Can I pray for you, Daniel? Why don't you stand right there. When uh, when I first came to the church in Yakima years ago, it was through a friend who invited me, his family. In the world, I used to sing, and. When they learned this, they asked me if I would sing in the church. And the first couple of times I said, you know, I'd rather not. To me, it was so closely associated with this spirit that I had been involved with in the world, I didn't want to confuse the two. Uh, let me tell you this. When they all clapped their hands in church, it was disturbing to me. Do you know why it was disturbing to me? Because I had gotten involved with Amway. And in Amway, at a convention, they would stand for 15 minutes when they would announce a speaker. And it was so troubling to me because I had the Holy Ghost. And I knew, you've crossed over, friend. That's worship. You're worshiping a man. You're worshiping a business. Oh, it was troubling to me. And then I'd go to a Pentecostal something, and they would start clapping. And I would think, oh, oh, oh," you know. I had to work through that. I had to work through the singing thing. And I never forgot. I can see it today. I had been asked to sing a song, and I agreed. And as I got up out of my seat and headed to the front, Pastor Leslie said, I see something in the future of this young man's life. He had just met me. But I knew when he said that, this wasn't a man expressing favor or that he liked. I felt and heard the voice of the Lord trying to talk to me, that his eye was on me from a child. So why am I sharing all that with you? Because there's similarities. It would be good for you to embrace that. And accept that. Now, it's it's, this doesn't get you out of all the trials and tribulations that you got to go through that make you. It doesn't get you off the potter's wheel uh, where he's still trying to shape your life. But if you'll embrace the confidence that there is a future and there's a calling upon your life beyond attending church services. That would be positive because it would help you. Okay? I'm going to ask us all to stand and pray for Daniel. We agree right now, Father. Agree right. In the name of Jesus, this vessel, Father, that we have come to know is Daniel Garcia. In the name of Jesus, I pray a covering. I pray a covering, Lord. And I pray that there would be those that would stand... Around and near, Father. Lifting as armor bearers. A shield of faith, Father. In the name of Jesus. Armor bearers. And a shield of faith. In the name of Jesus. We're thankful to you, Lord. We're thankful to you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. There's times when we... Uh, many things in my life have taken so many years. It's like if you'd have told me it was going to take that long to, to manifest itself, I'd have said, oh, you're kidding, I, I can't wait that long. And then you see the accelerated process for some, and then we don't know the window. The Bible speaks of a young man by the name of Stephen, a deacon in the church, just like Philip, and he was called by God into a scenario in a situation. He had been serving tables, but now here he was in a situation where he began to speak and there were those that were listening, but in a moment, you go read it for yourself, In a moment, his entire tone changed. His demeanor changed as he said to the crowd, How is it that you always resist the Holy Ghost? And you read the things that were accounted unto them that God would make them accountable to. The things they heard from his servant. And they picked up stones... And begin to throw them at a young man. It was like he had just he had just begun, he had just started, but there was an appointment and a season of time. No, God didn't miss it. He wasn't on vacation. Whoops, Stephen got stoned. Where were you? That's like Mary and Martha. If you'd only been there. If you'd only been there. Our brother would still be alive. No. Mary, Martha, I am the resurrection. I am the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Lazarus! Come forth! I'm telling you. We're fixing to see some things. We're fixing to see some things in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in Yakima slash Union Gap, Washington. Sorry if I missed your town, sorry. You get the gist. It's the place of our assembly. But we are the temples of the Holy Ghost. Elder Flowers.
0: Amen. If you wanted to see something really neat, I would show you on my notes on my phone uh, the time stamp. I would imagine it was probably about 10.45 or so this morning, just shortly before 11, as I was making some notes. Uh, One of the scriptures, one of the few scriptures that I believe the Lord gave me to share today was Acts chapter 16, 16 through 18. But Mm -hmm. he he let Bishop do that today instead, so I'm glad about that. I don't feel like I have to say anything. (laughs) Uh, My brother's back there in the back. Why don't you go ahead and end our live stream? And... Uh, I want to make sure I I would love to be able to go home with every one of you today and and hear your recount of what took place today and uh, I want to do that because I would like to know that you realized what took place today I can't do that obviously but (coughs) are we done back there? I'll, re- I'll recap it for you. Uh, most of you were here this whole time. But I'm making sure you realize what happened today. There was a, a person that was invited here today for the first time. And Brother Daniel didn't know him. He met him this morning. Is that correct? Just met him today. This is not like you know we're getting somebody's aunt or uncle in trouble here this is we're just addressing what took place so he was invited here today for the first time uh, as we were getting ready to start service I noticed that he had brother Emmanuel and brother Adam engaged in a conversation out there in the foyer and um, you know how sometimes you can tell somebody looks like they need to be gotten out of a conversation <laughs> rescued from a conversation, well, I just gave that my little feeble attempt by introducing myself to them and greeting the others. And uh, what I told Brother Adam was that uh, Brother, Brother Manuel basically stopped the conversation to introduce that man to me. And what I told Brother Adam was he had no interest in talking to me. Even meeting me. He didn't, did he? And I thought, okay, well, that's We've got to get on with the church service here, but I'm going to keep my eye on that. And uh, all throughout our service, our worship service and everything, um, I was just keeping an eye on that. And similar to what Bishop said, I was feeling some things, but I, I didn't know what to do, how to address it, or what needed to be done to address it. I honestly didn't even want to dismiss our children or our young people to their classes, not because of any particular thing I was feeling, but because of whatever I was not feeling. I was sitting there thinking, okay, Lord, are we supposed to dismiss now? Is, you want us to move into the... I'm, I'm, I'm wanting you to get this. We do not have a program. We don't look at the clock and say, okay, we better get on with this or so we can do that. So I'm just literally sitting there thinking, waiting on the Lord, and then I I see, okay, let's go ahead and do that. Let's dismiss uh, to their classes. Now, I I think I spoke in plain English when I said, dismiss the children and their teachers and our young people and their teachers to their classes. I think that's what I said. But what that individual heard was, I'm going to go sit in the class with those children, I didn't say that, did I? Okay. Um, and then I'm trying to s- just move on with the service. I, there's so, you know, I, I offered you the opportunity to greet one another, and uh, that wasn't just because I felt like somebody needed to be said hi to. I took that opportunity to wait further on the Lord and, and move in that direction. Well, in the, in the process of all of that, I I didn't see what had taken place. But then I realized, okay, this man is being dismissed from the children's classroom, thankfully. Brother Manuel, I thank you for that. And as we could all see, he had no interest in sticking around any longer. Um. I said what I said about how this should be a safe space before any of that, or I guess it was as that was taking place, unaware of what was taking place. Because I'm telling you what I know this can be, and it should be, a place where every person feels safe to be vulnerable. I'm not asking you to be vulnerable, that's your decision. That's between us and the Lord. How much am I going to open up here? Because you can you can come here and you can be you can be completely guarded and not open up and not willing to you know participate in anything. But you just want to be here to say that you were here. And sometimes I'll be honest with you that's my that's my attitude. Sometimes I'm just going today so I can say that I was there. (laughs) And then thankfully the Lord works me up and and gets me out of that. Uh, But. I, I, I'm wanting us to know the Lord can only work in your life when you allow Him to. And if I feel like, no, I, I, I can't. I can't go there. I can't deal with that situation. I can't have that conversation. I can't, I can't make myself vulnerable to the Lord in in this setting, then this setting is not being done correctly. Do you understand that? And I believe what Bishop said. It's because of where we're headed. It's a sign of where we're headed as a body, as a church. I remember several weeks ago now uh, that I felt like the Lord had said, we won the first of many battles on that sunday and every week since then i've been i haven't been looking for any battles i promise you i don't i don't i don't want to start thinking okay what are we going to do today who's going to get the black eye today <laughs> i don't i don't want that at all but after you know as we as we just participate in the work of the lord with him then The Lord allows us to see, well, we're we're dealing with this and we're addressing this. And as a body, we're moving forward together in this direction that the spirit is leading us. Amen. Would you just pray there where you're seated for a moment? Lord, I thank you for meeting us here today. I thank you, God, for your spirit. I thank you for the covering of your spirit that's upon us. Lord, I'm thankful that I get to be open and honest with you and I get to receive from you, Lord, all that you would give to your people. Jesus, I pray, Lord, that these words that have been spoken today would get into our spirit, God, that they would become a part of who we are, a part of what we do, how we speak, Lord, what we say. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks, my God. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus. You are so awesome. You are so awesome, Lord. Lord, you are above all. You reign over all the earth. You are the one true living God. Beside you, there is no other God. In the name of Jesus, I give you thanks today, Father. I give you thanks today, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, would you just stand and just... I'm encouraging you to go into a season of prayer. We're not trying to produce anything, but I believe the Lord is dealing with individuals here, and I want to give you an opportunity to respond. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I receive what you are giving to me today. I receive this spiritual covering, Father, that You are giving to me today. Lord, I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for this safety and the security that You give us as our Lord, that You give us as our King. I'm thankful for it. I receive it today, O God. I want to walk in it, Lord. I want to walk in it, Lord Jesus, not just on Sundays as as a church, but I want to walk in this every day of my life, every moment of every day, Lord. I want to walk in your spirit, these things that you are doing and sharing today. Lord, I pray let us grow. Let us grow in the name of Jesus. I told this to Brother Hart before service. You, you can't grow if, you're, if you just stay in your comfort zone. Now, so then we have to ask ourselves, which is more important to me, my comfort zone or growing? And again, that is between you and the Lord, and nobody can make anything happen. But what the Lord will do is he'll put you in a situation that might take you out of your comfort zone and see how you respond. And I'm thankful for that. I believe that's part of what the Lord's done today. But he's helping us grow. Amen? He's helping us grow. Lord, I thank you. I thank you, God, for meeting us here. I thank you for the work of your kingdom, God, that is being done here through this body. I'm thankful for it today. In Jesus' name, Lord, we take this as a sign of great things to come. I'm thankful for understanding, Lord Jesus. I'm thankful for wisdom, O God. I'm thankful for discernment. I'm thankful, Jesus, for Your Spirit that lives inside of me and gives me all that I need and more. I'm thankful for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, thank the lord i'm going to open this altar right now i'm going to give you an opportunity to come and pray just seek the lord i mean we're not trying to produce anything but i know the spirit of the lord is here and i want you to be able to receive what the lord is doing this altar is open in the name of jesus Amen. you're dismissed you're welcome to stay and pray as long as you want